We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, we are certainly delighted that you have joined us today for this episode of the Blessing from the Valley. And uh, what a joy it is to be able to come to you by this means. And we do pray that it is a very positive resource in your life. And for all of you that are listening, uh, we always just give a little thought from the Word of God. And of course, this is a special time of year. Uh, the Christmas season is here. And of course, Christmas is just next week. And so we're excited about all of that. And so, Obviously, I'm going to give just a little thought today and, and next week on just simply this, the most wonderful time of the year, right? And uh, some people, uh, you know, we, we have little jokes, uh, uh, things during this time. Some people are Scrooges. Are you a Scrooge? You know, as a Christian, you shouldn't be a Scrooge, uh, no doubt about it, because this is our day. This is our time. We uh, All the hope and peace and joy that we have is because a Savior was born, so we ought not get our eyes off of the Lord Jesus. And so I want to encourage you with these podcasts, the next couple of two or three episodes. We're going to look at the most wonderful time of the year. You know, uh, the Bible tells us a lot about this wonderful time of the year, about 700 years before the very first Christmas. We find this in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And I know many of you know this verse, but I want to just break it down and, and just really look at it these next few days. The next three podcasts is what I'm looking at. Uh, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called. Now, I want you to notice God's word is perfect. There's no mistakes in God's word. We believe it to be inspired. That means God breathed. It's infallible without error, without omission. I want you to notice the very first word. He shall be called wonderful, counselor, the mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Now, we know that he's speaking of um, a prophetic view of the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. 700 years before um, that Mary uh, had this little babe that was given of her the Holy Ghost that we know to be Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Now, Jesus is wonderful. That's why this is the most wonderful time of the year. The word wonderful in the middle of this verse really is his name, and it's the key word in this whole verse. It's rich with meaning. It's really the umbrella word under which all the words following it rest. Now think about it. He's wonderful. So then you look at his title. He shall be called Wonderful. All right, Wonderful what? Wonderful Counselor. He's the Wonderful Mighty God, the Wonderful Everlasting Father, the Wonderful Prince of Peace. He's wonderful. Wonderful is his first name, and all the words before it tells of what qualifies Jesus as wonderful. Now, again, as I said, Isaiah, the prophet, looked through the telescope of time and of prophecy and saw 700 years into the future. He saw, I believe, some things in this passage of Scripture that we need to illuminate these next few days. Number one, I want you to notice what he saw and what's revealed to us in this passage of Scripture. He saw a cradle. Unto us a child is born. A cradle. A cradle. When we think of a child that is born, we think of a cradle. Of course, we know this was no ordinary cradle. We know that he was born in a manger, a feeding trough. God had designed it that way. What a beautiful picture. But let's think about this cradle and looking at this in context. I believe he's seen a cradle of incarnation. In other words, John chapter 1, verse 
verse 14 says, he came in the flesh and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Think of that. The creator becomes the creation, the almighty God. So when he was born as a baby, he became a man. I want you to think about that. It was the cradle of incarnation. So the word, the word, Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, the Almighty God, became flesh. So it was a cradle of incarnation. He also, and I love this, he's seen a cradle of intervention. Now, we understand, especially in this day, you know, we talk about having interventions in people's lives. People are going the wrong way or people are addicted to things. You know, this has really become a very prevalent in our day in the last 15, 20 years because of the rise of of drug addiction and other addictions. So what will they do? They'll have these interventions. Well, what what are people trying to do? They're trying to get them to stop. They're trying to intervene in their wicked ways or in their destructive ways. Think about all through the Word of God. Think about Jonah on his way to Tarshish. You know, he he disobeyed God. He went the wrong way. Well, what happened? God intervened. <laughs> God intervened. The Bible says He threw him from the ship, and He prepared a great fish, swallowed him, and in the belly of that whale. He intervened, and Jonah was going the wrong way, but praise God, he went the right way. Think about Paul on the Damascus Road. He was going the wrong way. He was going there to destroy, try to destroy Christianity and to put and, and to imprison anyone was of that way that was a Christian, spoke about Jesus Christ. What did God do? He intervened. Now, here's what's beautiful about the Christmas story. The Lord Jesus Christ, he came as a babe, sinless, perfect, born of a virgin, Almighty God. Why? Because he came to intervene. He came to intervene. This baby was born that you and I can live because we need salvation. And the Lord Jesus Christ is salvation to all men. So it was a cradle of intervention. Think of this. It was a cradle of inspiration. God sent his son. The Bible said the angels sang. Look, the wise men sacrificed. They went hundreds of miles to come and to worship the Lord Jesus Christ. And I, I personally believe they did not, and I know in many of the Christmas plays, you know, we, we have the, the wise men and also the shepherds are all there. I believe those were two separate events. I believe the word of God is clear on that. He went to the house. The wise men came to the house. We know the angels came to the manger. Uh, so we, we see it was a cradle of inspiration. Why? The shepherds searched for the child. Um, we should be inspired to serve because of what the Lord Jesus, many, many years ago, because of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, coming, it, it, it gave so much inspiration on that, on that wonderful night. But the Lord Jesus Christ should give inspiration for us to serve him because of all he's done. Now, think about this. The, the great, he gave the greatest gift, so it should inspire us. Um, I found this last year. I heard of recently about a 90-year-old lady who one Christmas found buying presents a bit much. So she wrote out checks for all of her family and friends, and she decided she would put them in uh, with her Christmas cards. And she wrote out her Christmas cards and wrote, in quotes, buy your own present after her name. Then she sent them off. But after Christmas, she realized she found those checks in her desk. Everyone had got a Christmas card from her, and all it said was, buy your own presents. So it was without the checks. Now, here's the moral of the story. We can't give to everyone, and sometimes, no doubt, uh, we make mistakes like that. But I want you to know something. We might not be able to give to everyone, 
but God certainly can. And God certainly did. There's not one envelope that's empty. You know why I know that? Because the Bible says in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I love the word world and whosoever. You know what that means? That means everybody has an envelope with a check in it. The gift has been provided. Why? Because the baby was born. I know we live in a day where Christmas has become so many things. And by the way, I'm not a Scrooge. Um, I love family time. Um, you know, we love it all. Last year was rough for us. We, we all had COVID. And when I say all of us had COVID, I mean we all had it. My, my whole family, our extended family, everyone that lives in Chattanooga that's our family, we all had it. We really didn't even get to celebrate Christmas. We were all so sick. Actually, my father was in the hospital for several days. And, um, but, you know, I say all of this. It's not about all the festivities, although we enjoy all of those things. We enjoy it all, and we should. Look, I love Christmas trees. I love Christmas decorations. I love giving gifts. I love receiving gifts. But it, it, the greatest gift has been given. And, you know, I'm thankful. My wife, she is a, a giver, and she's always trying to find people to give to. During Christmas, she, she's always wanting to make sure someone has a gift to let them know that we've, we've thought about them. And, and, uh, but, you know, there are times we're human, and we miss things. But I'm thankful today God's not missed a soul. So if you're out there today and you're listening and you think that no one cares about you, no one loves you, listen to me. God loves you. And he loves you just where you are. And if you do not know him as your personal Savior, you meet him by faith. You trust him as your personal Savior. And that faith is accounted unto you for righteousness. See, that's God's way. His son came as the greatest gift, and he gave his life that so many, all of us can have life. You know, there's no doubt, this Christmas, enjoy giving gifts, enjoy receiving them, but be especially thankful for the greatest gift of, that, that came to this earth in the form of a baby in a cradle. So yes, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, the most wonderful time of the year? Absolutely. He's wonderful. Why? Because he saw a cradle. And I'm so thankful that he saw this cradle. And then next episode, we'll look that he saw a cross. Praise God for the cross. Thank God for the cradle. But it's the most wonderful time of the year because we must realize there was a cross. So God bless you. Have a wonderful day today. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.